Okay, so you finished The Princess Witch, obviously. Obviously. You've yes. watched it for the 45th time. What's next? Mm-hmm. What's next? Well, um, probably I'm going to do a 180. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go with Bird Box, which Bird is Box. just like The Princess Witch if The Princess Witch were a thriller starring Sandra Bullock and only one Sandra Bullock about a, an apocalyptic event where you have to shut your eyes or else like the things that you see will make you want to take your own life. I love a balanced diet. I know. Sometimes you need like a very holiday fluff. Sometimes you need like a thriller that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Starring a cast, Sandra Bullock, Trevante Rhodes. Well, you know Sandra Bullock. Trevante yeah. Rhodes, star of Moonlight. Uh, Sarah Paulson, Miss Sarah Paulson, Twitter queen. Did you see yeah. her say no to being the Oscar host on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, she's a meme now. No. Yeah, no. she's a meme. I love no. that she's a meme. No. John Malkovich. And it was directed by Academy Award winner Susanna Beer. Nice. So we got a lot of Academy Award winners in this thing. And it's great. And once you're done, just watch Princess Witch again. Just just make a nice Princess Witch sandwich of this. Watch the new film Bird Box right now on Netflix. It's like officially gift-giving season, Lindsay. Is it? Yeah. Which is really overwhelming because there are so many options. But you know what never lets anyone down? Cookies. Cookies. How did you guess? Lindsay, how did you guess? Because I was thinking in my head, what's the one thing that would never let me down? Cookies. I tipped a cookie in Java just now. It was amazing. Shut up. You did not. Yeah, I really did. And <sighs> you know what's a, a you know what my favorite brand of cookie is? Let me guess. Mrs. Fields. <laughs> how did you know? Mrs. Fields is a them to me. Because for over 40 years, Mrs. Fields has made delicious treats. Like their signature chocolate chip cookies. You know, the really soft ones. Oh my god. I love when you open up a packaged cookie, but it's like soft. To handcrafted frosted favorites, to melt-in-your-mouth brownies, and their gourmet gift tins and baskets make the perfect present to surprise and delight anyone on your list this season. You can store other things in it when you're done, too. Yeah, when you're done. And you can add a personal touch with the custom message, company logo, or family photo on the tin. Mrs. Fields even offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee, which is sweet. This year, you can send a fresh baked gift that no one can resist. And right now you can get 20% off your order when you go to mrsfields.com and enter promo code WHO. That's 20% off any gift at mrsfields.com, promo code WHO, mrsfields.com, promo code WHO. You will say that. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And it's so bad. I don't even know the words to it. And I'm so lucky to be with you, keeping me from my shadow. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay, fine. And I'm so lucky to be with you, keeping me from my shadow. It's not even the even chorus know. of the song. It's like a bridge that she says at it's the, the end. It's the post-chorus. Are we going like to talk about this now or what? We should truly try to do this in 90 seconds. I don't think I you can. I could complain can. about this. I could complain about this for hours and hours and hours. And I did. I did yesterday. So with multiple people. First, I think the first thing to say is that like we were, I was describing it to Josh and he was like, I got to watch it. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's not so bad it's good by any means. It's so bad it's terrible. Never see Vox Lux. Ever see Vox Lux. I don't know if you're going to successfully make that argument if we talk about it. Like people, people are, are going to say, oh, interesting. I'm so curious. I got to go see Vox Lux, even though we're begging you not to see Vox Lux. Like learn from <laughs> Whatever us. you do, don't see Vox Lux. The moment you get the, the, um, the desire to see Vox Lux, go see like can you ever forgive me or like rent support Go the girls see or like anything Go watch you know i don't know you've like got mail on, on tbs yeah turn on you've got mail 
Vox Lux is why why are we absurd. we watch Vox Lux and uh, we didn't expect to be good. But we didn't expect to be as bad as it was. It was really bad. It was really really, really bad. Really, I don't know. I, like we could talk about this, but this isn't like blank check. Like this isn't a movie podcast. It's not really funny bad. It's just terrible bad. I mean, I'm still obsessed with the song. I'm still obsessed with her. The song that doesn't even play. Like they play. They don't even play the Natalie Portman version. The version that we're playing here is not even in the movie. It's in the movie. It's in the. It's for at, five seconds. For five seconds at the end, but it's not they in play, full. She plays like. 15 to 20 minutes of other songs and then when they when this song comes up they skip ahead i will say that gripe is not really the my biggest gripe with the movie it's like I who mean, fucking cares who all plays i have songs. is gripes with the movie it's honestly movie. one of the most misguided <laughs> films i've ever seen like one of the craziest things about it is the crazy. person who plays which is my big complaint i was talking about it yesterday the First of all, it doesn't have an actual message. It's like insanely violent. It's about mass shootings in a way that's like very uncomfortable and not, and it's not, doesn't have a message or anything at all. So you're watching these horrible, violent mass shootings and you're like, why am I doing this in a movie that doesn't have anything to say? And then the girl who plays young Natalie Portman is not only doing a different character, like on a different planet. So then when Natalie Portman shows up 55 minutes into the movie, you're like, they're not the same person. The girl is playing a completely different character than Natalie is playing. It doesn't make any sense. We can but talk about moral all the story things. is it's just bad. And I we can move on. It's just bad. It's disconnected. It doesn't have a message. It ends abruptly. No one is in the same movie. I love Natalie Portman, but like I even I'm not even sure I understand what was going on it with her. It really in this movie. shows, though, how a bad script and a bad kind of movie can make a really good actress bad. And that's, you know, when you when your favorite actor yeah. or actress is in a movie and you're like, oh, they're really bad in this. It's like not often their fault. I, if yeah, the movie is even... poorly written, it can be truly detrimental to people's like talents. And I'm not sure, like, I guess the the argument could be made that, like, Natalie is good in it and you should see it because of Natalie. She's not. I don't even, I don't even think she's good in it. I, I think she's, I she's think not. she didn't know what to do. I think she needed a director to tell her what she's to do not. and he didn't know what he wanted her to do. And so it's just a complete disaster. There's also something really interesting and I hate to compare to Star is Born because that's what people are doing. But there is an element of, okay, so this is an actor playing a pop star at the end. Gaga is more an, a pop star playing an actor playing a pop star at the end. But mm-hmm. the performances where, whereas Gaga at the SNL performance, she's supposed to be bad and, you know, it's up supposed to you be whether pathetic. she's good or yeah. bad. But it's supposed to be like she's sold out, she's bad, whatever. And yeah. it is convincing in that way. Because up until that point, you have kind of her career and you're supposed to see where she is. And then all of a sudden you're Jackson's seeing her. Jackson's like... Perform oh, something aren't you, aren't you ashamed of yourself? Blah blah blah. But even without that, him saying that, you realize this performance yeah, you is know. different. You, you realize there's something off. The uh, Vox Lux ends with this performance that's supposed to be kind of the epitome of look at this amazing performer. She sacrificed everything, but this is her talent, and this is what why we and do it's it. Terrible. And it's honestly terrible. Not even subjectively <sighs> terrible, like objectively terrible. Like she can't dance. She really can't sing that like, well. Like it doesn't. And so, like, the argument, like, I've heard people say, like, but, yeah, like, is it supposed to be bad? Like, and it's it like, is. No, it's supposed to be good. Because it's supposed to be good, and it's bad. Like, this person's supposed to be, like, a parallel to Madonna or Lady Gaga. And if that were Madonna or Lady Gaga, that, that final performance would fucking own. And that final performance in Vox Lux is 
terrible and it lasts 15 minutes. I just don't understand why if you're going to make this this movie about a pop star, like get a convincing pop star to do it. The idea that that Or get a guy who's <laughs> writing get the get a writer director who actually knows about American pop music. It's true. There's a lot of I mean people complain about Stars Stars Born being like anti-pop, but this movie Brady is Corbett's way... probably a hooligan. He calls in, "Hi, I made Vox Lux and I don't like you disrespecting yeah, right, my film on yeah, your podcast." Yeah, fucking right. But this movie's way more anti-pop and way more down on it than Star is Born oh, could yeah. ever be. I mean, like, there's ugh, a whole mo- there's a whole montage ugh. about how why Swedish people write pop music and how it's like anti-Amer how they, it's because like they're anti-American or whatever. Yeah. And then and then he 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 makes a character who's supposed to be like Max Martin, like writing her first hits. But then the pop star that he chose to write the music was Sia. So it's like you can't try to introduce a Max Martin character and then make his output. His 2001 output sound like 2012 Sia. It's stupid. It's just like nothing it about just, it like, makes sense. Doesn't exist in the world, at, but and it's okay if sometimes something doesn't exist in the world. But if you're gonna make the world have 9/11 and you're gonna make the world have mass shootings and you're Ooh. gonna make the world then you better an get analogy, else right. then you're gonna have to make the pop music that you're saying exists in the world resemble the pop music that exists in that <laughs> world. <laughs> is my doesn't. point. <laughs> yeah, and I agree. And that movie sucks. Don't see it. Literally see anything else. This is a support the girls fan podcast right now. So go see that. You know, what? Um, you should go support the girls by seeing support, support the girls. Support the girls. Okay. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby, American in London here, coming at you live with some important Love Island updates. So first of all, no one gives a shit about El and Rita. Just so you know, he is on this like truly tragic British reality show called Celebs Go Dating. Anyway, he just quit because apparently Love Island wrecked his confidence. So that thing's first. Now, more importantly, Danny and Jack just broke up. I know. So um, recent details about this. Basically, Danny broke up with Jack. Jack is keeping their pet dog, Sandy. And Danny Dyer's important celebrity father, Danny Dyer, is really happy about it. That's all. Those two were those two were cute, which is kind of a bummer because it wasn't. I mean, I feel like they've experienced fame now, but when they were on the show, they were they hadn't. So they and they were hidden from the world. So it was almost mm-hmm. it was more of an. I wouldn't say authentic, but it was as authentic as you can get on TV. It was two randoms like he sold stationery, she was like pretty random, like and they fell in love. <laughs> but the point is, is is now that they've hit the real world and they've experienced fame, of course their thing can't last. I mean, mm-hmm. it's never gonna last. So that sucks. And you updated us on. Eyal, who was dating Rita but isn't and is now on a bad reality show, but then quit. Great. Good to know. They broke up, but then they got back together. But didn't they get back together? I don't know. Did they? Because they they announced that they broke up on Instagram, but then they deleted that, and now they're acting like they're back together, Are I think. Are you kidding? I think that's what happened. Wait. Can I you... think that's what happened. I didn't see the get back together. I only saw the broke because up. Because she wrote, she wrote, Jack and I have sadly decided to part ways. It's been an incredible six months, and we will always have a place for in our hearts for each other. But sadly, we've come to the realization that it's not meant to be long term. Right. We both plan to stay friends. I hope you all understand. Love, Danny. But then she deleted that. Oh, and five hours says, ago. You're right. Yeah, the love, the they're love back Island, Danny Dyer, Jack Fincham, hit by claims they only reunited for commercial reasons five hours ago in the Daily Mail. Five hours ago. They're like, hi, we're back. <laughs> And it's like, of course they got back together for commercial reasons. They can make money as a couple. Of course. It's true. Why would of they course. break up? They filmed a no- of course. An insider revealed they filmed a number of shows together, including a Love Island Christmas reunion in their own reality series. And they are ruined if they don't stay together. Yikes. I mean, I get it. Next call. I do get it, too. Yeah. Like, of course. That's all they have. Hey, guys. I was calling, I guess, uh, with like an op-ed 
to um, what I just heard on the podcast about Birdman not being iconic. Um, I'm from New Orleans, and he's half of, like, one of the most iconic music duos to come out of New Orleans, um, Big Timers. And they put out Everybody Get Your Roll On and Still Fly and Big and some of the best music from the early 2000s. All right. Thanks. Love the podcast. Bye. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is Taylor from Los Angeles. Long time, long time. I'm just calling to throw a third Birdman into the ring. That's right. There are three Birdmen walking this earth that I know of. The third one was featured on the most wild 2020 episode you will ever see. I highly, highly, highly suggest you guys stop what you're doing and watch it. The Birdman is a pro basketball player. He's, like, white, and he has tattoos. And he's weird. And he was in a underage, like, catfishing scandal. But the twist was there was, like, a catfish that was catfishing the catfish. It was crazy. Like, you guys should watch that episode. And now the underage catfishing girl is dating the bye-bye Miss American Pie, like, old man singer. So really, like, throwing you for another loop. It's weird. It makes me feel sad and dark and, like, the world is a bleak place, but great episode of 2020, three Birdmen, possibly more. Who knows? All right. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye-bye. The Bye-Bye Miss American Pie Singer? How dare you? Also, what are you talking about? Okay. Uh, Thanks to The Blast, we now have this. Don McLean and his much younger girlfriend, he's 72, she's 24, caught everyone's attention when they were spotted together several times this week. While the woman, Paris Dillon, turned turned heads for obvious age gap-related reasons, you might recognize her for something entirely different. Paris was involved in one of the most notorious catfishing scandals of the decade. When she was 17 years old, she was corresponding with Chris Birdman Anderson. They exchanged nude photos online, they met up face-to-face, and then, oh, oh my god, he, the catfish realization came after Chartier posing as Anderson, um a Canadian woman who was pretending to be, oh my God, a a Canadian woman was pretending to be Anderson. This is crazy. Oh, so some other woman was being Some other person was pretending to be him. Was was pretending to be the the basketball player. Wait, what? So they thought they were catfishing the basketball player, but they were catfishing a woman? So the the catfish, the woman, okay. I can't. (laughs) A woman named Shelley Chartier, who was Canadian, pretended to be Birdman. And was trying to get nudes from this girl. Oh my god! And oh. so she was arrested, and he and was and she cleared, was and the obviously. nude photos that she released were were while she was underage. So oh they they went god. and they looked they looked through his home and they were looking for the IP the IP address that was co- mm-hmm. corresponding with her and they couldn't find it because mm-hmm. it she wasn't was on, him. She was literally on catfish. Wow, it's wild when you like try and catch someone, but you're then the catfish is you. <laughs> You're yeah. getting catfished. Bye, catfish. Anyway, now Don McLean, Bye Bye Miss American Pie, is dating that girl who was Wait, I'm sorry. I'm catfished. just lolling at it's Bye awful. Bye Miss American Pie guy. <laughs> bye Bye Miss American Pie. Bye. Bye Bye. Hey, uh, short time. Wait, long time, short time. Um, this is about Lucas Haas. Uh, my friend used to live in New Orleans and uh, had hooked up with him. And she had no idea who he was, just thought he was cute. Um, and I guess after everything, he was like, <laughs> he asked her point blank, do you know who I am? And she said, Lucas. 
And he apparently started listing movies he's been in and was irritated that uh, she couldn't remember who he was or, or know who he was. And he said, you haven't seen Inception? And she said, no, sorry, not yet. Um, obviously, this is kind of around when that came out. Uh, but she said that she did see him in Criminal Minds um, a couple years later. So there's that, I guess. But uh, I just thought that was kind of funny that he got all worked up about not being recognized. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, good form, Bella Thorne. I mean, based on what I know about celebrities from, you know, popular film and TV and, and, and books and movies, um, <laughs> celebrities <laughs> celebrities love it when you don't recognize them. That's like the dream. Right. They want, they they, they want to hook that. up with someone who doesn't know who they are. Yeah. But Lucas is apparently not that person. Apparently. I allegedly. Mean, but also just sounds really... You haven't seen just... Inception. <laughs> Imagine fucking Lucas Haas and then after it's over, he says, wait, you haven't seen Inception? <laughs> What if it was in your, you don't even know he was in it and he's just asking you that you think some guy you just had Have sex you with seen asked Inception? you about Inception? Yeah. So I fucked this guy and then he asked me if I'd seen Inception. When I said no, he made me watch Inception. What if he made her watch The Witness? <laughs> That's me. You I'm haven't seen Witness? The Witness to this. I'm the witness in The Witness. Anyways. <laughs> you haven't seen Mars Attacks? Okay. That's a really funny story. Next call. Hi, Who Weekly. Um... Shakira apparently is facing tax fraud charges in Spain. Is Shakira the next Von Bing Bing? Good form, Bella Thorne. So what's happening is, I feel like uh, Shakira is a them, but tax fraud is pretty mm-hmm. hooey. So let's even let's get into it. Why this is interesting is that Shakira is uh, married to a Spanish. Oh well, actually, I don't even know if she's married. Whatever. She's living with her partner who plays for the Barcelona Football Club. His name is Gerard mm-hmm. Pique, um, and he obviously yeah, they're not married. lives in Barcelona because he, he plays for this football club. Um, but she files all her tax returns from uh, the Bahamas. From the Bahamas. <laughs> so the Spanish uh, government was looking into this case. And what I love about this, this was reported in El, El Pais, which is, oh, God, am I pronouncing that? Who cares? El Pais. El Pai, is that is that correct? I think so. Okay. I'm pretty Don't sure. Don't call us and tell us. Honestly, if you guys keep calling us and telling us how to pronounce things, I'm shutting off the phone because <laughs> you do not deserve to have the phone. If you're going to call and tell us how to pronounce things, it's so stupid and we're never playing those calls. Okay. Um, wait. We this, listen to them, but we don't play them. Never playing them. Actually, I barely listen to them because I'm like, I see the transcript and I'm like, don't care. Um, okay. So uh, this is from El Pai. Uh, mm-hmm. It's translated, FYI. This is like Google Translate from just so it, it doesn't sound weird. The yeah. inspectors tried to accredit Shakira's residence through multiple procedures. They examined their, their daily life. They visited the establishments to which they frequently go as their usual hairdresser in Barcelona and tracked their activity on social networks like Instagram. The report admits that none of the three years under the investigation, 2012, 2013, 2014, has it been possible to prove that it happened in the country more than half of the year a little bit wonky. The one that comes Mm -hmm. closest is 2014 with 140 days. The tax agency, however, considers her equally resident because of the rest of the time she had, quote, sporadic absences motivated by her work as an international audience. So she's saying, Mm -hmm. I don't work in in Spain enough to pay taxes here. I don't owe, yeah. I don't, I don't, or even just live. Yeah. But it's like, she lives, but they're saying like, oh, but she mostly lives in Barcelona. Like, look at all of this. She's only here. She owes taxes. Um, and she's not paying European taxes because she claims she lives in the Bahamas, which is like, 
what a lot of famous people do, which is what this Paradise Papers thing is about. Like, it's like a very common rich person scheme to like change your permanent address so you don't have to pay taxes in the country where you actually reside or state people do it with states too right like to avoid paying state income tax they say their permanent residence is like a state without income tax i mean a but lot of people run reason- their businesses through these offshore yeah. markets but it is interesting there's a few celebrities that claim that they own pro- or buy property in the bahamas to try and funnel their taxes through and actually mm-hmm. when the pentagon papers oh my god when the paradise papers were leaked <laughs> in 2017 sorry uh they were basically leaked to these two German reporters. They got all of these documents that had all of these different businesses and and kind of uh, not- notable people who had been putting all of their money in the Bahamas without actually kind of living there. Um, and on the list, number one on the list was Shakira. So this has been something that they've been trying to do for a while now. And the papers kind of add to it because Spain's been looking at our shit since 2012 and these papers came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. So now they're kind of like, are you kidding me? Like, pay your taxes. She's <laughs> like, I live just, in the Bahamas. Also, you can just look at Shakira's Instagram and be like, you're, you're in Barcelona all the time. Like, right. You're I mean, clearly maybe, always in Barcelona. Maybe her point is, oh, I travel around the world for my show, so I technically don't really That's live is, anywhere. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. you do live somewhere. You do have a residence. <laughs> you have to pay taxes. Like, even if you are performing lots of different places, you can't be nowhere. You have to be somewhere. Yeah, but you know? she's too used to saying she lives whenever, wherever. So it's it's understandable <laughs> that she would be confused. <laughs> wow. It's like, where do you live? When, wherever. Uh, way to tie that up. Anyways, I recommend. I'll be there. You'll be near. I recommend you reading about this because it's really fascinating. And it gets and- into a lot of stuff. <laughs> Lindsay, I've noticed that um, you have a new staple in your wardrobe. Uh-huh. Tell me more. You wear your Reby necklace every day now? Like it's like a part of your neck. It's kind of like nice when you get nice jewelry that you can when you can wear it all the time because it doesn't turn your neck green. I have a little bit of a problem where I buy jewelry that turns my face and neck green. I don't know if you've experienced this as a as a male. No, no, it's just I'm like not a jewelry wearer. You buy cute jewelry and you're like, oh, this is made out of literal garbage, so I really shouldn't wear it. So what I love about Reby is that their jewelry is not made out of garbage. <laughs> And it's pretty. And it's just so easy to wear. It's just like so simple. Just It, it goes with everything. It matches my everyday wardrobe. Yeah. It actually makes you look like a them when you wear it, I think. Thank you so You're much. You're like, oh, oh my God, you look like a them. Thank Yours you is what, a turquoise, so but they much. also have pearls. They have lapis, right? Their jewelry is beautiful. And at direct-to-consumer prices, the, right now, Hooligans can get 20% off with the code WHOWEEKLY at rebynewyork.com slash who. You can use the code WHOWEEKLY at checkout. You know what the best part about Reby, though, is? What? Their owners are Hooligans. <laughs> I know. That is my favorite thing about this Reby. This is like and it's, handcrafted hooligan jewelry. They're hooligans. Their jewelry is for them. It's great. They're spelled R-E-B-E, New York. You know how to spell New York. RebyNewYork.com slash who. Type in promo code Who Weekly. Hi, Who Weekly. I was in the midst of a personal crisis, and once I was able to calm down, this question popped into my head. What happened to Cameron Mannheim? Let me know. Same. Good form, Bella Thorne. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Uh, where is Cameron Mannheim? Thanks. Bye. Good form, Bella Thorne. You guys are so sweet to check up on Cameron Mannheim. Two different sweetie pies, like, wondering about Cameron Mannheim. Two different sweetie pies wanting Cameron Mannheim's phone numbers. They can just be like, just checking in. Hey, it's a Who Weekly listener. It's a hooligan. Like my mom. (laughs) Haven't heard from you in a while. Hope you're okay. I mean, to be fair, Cameron Mannheim is a big deal for some of us who watched Mm -hmm. the practice with our moms when we were in high school. Middle school? Middle school. I don't know. Um, Cameron Mannheim. 
two calls about this. This is strange. Why did this come up? Probably because of the son? One is slightly older. Maybe because of the son, but maybe because they were just thinking about Cameron Manheim. If you go Which I understand. to Cameron.com, yes, she owns Cameron with a Y.com. <laughs> um, you can know everything that's up with her. She Listen has... to what happens when you go to Cameron, Cameron.com. <laughs> what does it play? What is the song? What is, is this her? That's me turning on camera. Yeah. A beautiful website, honestly. It is beautiful. But is this her? Let's see. Wait. Come on, Cameron. I don't think it's her. I feel like a vocal's about to come in. Come on, Cameron. Cameron. No, it's just... Okay, there's no... It's just... <laughs> there's no vocals. Is this Cameron on her very famous slide I'm sorry. Slide this guitar? is... Lindsay. Lindsay, this is... What? This is a joke for you, not the audience, although maybe the audience is as familiar, but the little... Did you... What? Did you look... Did you notice the little... The little graphic in the bottom right-hand corner that's like the teeny tiny little music graphic yeah. that's like showing it? It looks like the Praetorian symbol in the net... <gasps> If you click it, it's like, it's blah, like blah, 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 <laughs> and then Cameron Van Hines' official website becomes. Well, Mozart's ghost. It's the hottest band on the internet. Like, I, if I click, Bobby like disappears, and then I, I'm like, what happened? And he's like, hold <laughs> shift, and then click escape, and then click the the button on Cameron Manheim's web Cameron Manheim's website, and you'll like end up in like a weird back door. So you're saying Cameron Manheim's website is a new Mozart's ghost when you're. I'm ch- saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly and what I'm Sandy saying. And you're Sandy Bullock. Thank you. And it's thank you and for it's understanding what I bird mean. Bird box to the net, and you are gonna get caught in the in the net. Mozart's thank ghost, you. the hottest band on the internet. I'll be Dennis. Um, what's his face? I'm Dennis like, Miller. I'm like Bobby. I gotta get my meds, and then I get my <laughs> my meds are all med- okay. <laughs> and I'm like, you gave her the wrong meds. You gave her the wrong meds. She's allergic to penicillin. Um. But it's like a full cat because that's what I'm allergic to. Oh, my God. The net is so good. The net is so good. Um, So Cameron Manheim, what is she up to? She's being a fucking badass is what she's up to. She's being an actor slash activist slash badass. What's amazing is that she's still acting on TV, which is the boring answer. Like, we're not discrediting the fact that she's definitely working. She definitely does shows. She was on Living Biblically, Waco, Major Crimes, Master of Sex, which, by the way, all of you called and told me that Lizzie Kaplan was on Master of Sex. I know. That show went off the air a few years ago. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Anyways, my point is, is the most important Cameron Mannheim thing, which is why we're still talking about her, aside from her amazing website, was that her son was on Dancing with the Stars and came in second place. <laughs> Who was her son? Milo Mannheim. I didn't know this. Did you know this? I don't know. I, I did not know this. I definitely saw his name many times, did not think, oh, is that Cameron Mannheim's son? No. No, why would you? I don't know, because my brain is not broken, but I guess it is yeah, broken. It's mine, mine broke after Vox Lux. It's it's not every day that you expect to be Mannheim steamrolled, you know? Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Ow, that hurt. You know, that hurt me. That hurt. Did it hurt? Yeah, second. And hurt he me. lost to Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones beat He came Milo. in second and place. Think, he was going to be the I youngest. Think Neil Patrick, people what? liked him. I think he's the one that like Neil Patrick Harris was mad about. Well, when it was like, get over yourself. Oh, because so Neil Patrick Harris is like, the Milo Mannheim singer. Like, why did Bobby Bones win? He, I hate He's like He was on Nickelodeon stuff. 
She started was him he? young on acting. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He's like he a Nickelodeon an actor. or something person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, she, so he came in second. He would have been the youngest Dancing with the Stars winner, but he didn't. He lost to Bobby Bones, who's old as hell, unfortunately. Uh, and Cameron Manheim is just busy acting. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I will say her Instagram is incredible. So if you're wondering what's going on with Cameron Manheim, just follow her Instagram. She has a lot of friends. She has a lot of fun. Yeah. She loves her cats. Yeah. She loves her son. Yeah. She's a busy actress. She goes on a lot of vacations and she posts memes. Did you see her Thanksgiving meme that I just sent you? Yeah, it was like after pies romaine. are bat like romaine's a, you can't eat romaine, so like eat pies. The CDC just announced that pie is basically safer to eat than salad. Happy Thanksgiving, this America. This is pie is chocolate is yeah. Chocolate is salad, but like for Thanksgiving. Yeah. She chocolate is saladed on Thanksgiving. What's really cute is that people who were clearly fans of Cameron Manheim from years ago are now congratulating her on her son being on Dancing with the Stars, and they're watching that, which I think is really Mm -hmm. sweet. It's like this really nice kind of jump where you were this Cameron Manheim knower, and now Mm -hmm. you are knowing her son, who you are watching on the show you watch. It's nice. Um, she, if you don't remember Cameron, Ham, Cameron Manheim, she was on The Practice. She won an Emmy for The Practice. Romy she, and She had Michelle. Romy Michelle. She was, what was her name? Toby? Toby. Toby. Okay, Toby. Shut the fuck, fuck up, off. Toby. <laughs> fuck off. Okay, Toby, fuck off. So she had the iconic acceptance speech where it was like, this one's for the fat girls or something, right? Wasn't yeah. That what award show was that, though? Globes? It was Emmys. It was Emmys. Oh, Emmys. Why yeah. Would Globes? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but she won, like, she was just constantly nominated for that show. Uh, she was really good in that watched... show. Yeah. Um, that show was huge. And now she's still acting, and she seems like she's having the best time. I don't know. She loves her son so much. So do I. No one's doing better, I would say. No one. No one. Next call. Okay, Toby, fuck off. Hi, Weekly. I am wondering who is Kate Harrison? Also, is Chloe Grace Moretz a who or a them? I know we've talked about it, but I literally cannot remember. Um, I think she's a who to most adults and like a them maybe to like hot young teens. Who knows? Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. Chloe Grace Moretz was spotted kissing a woman. <laughs> this model named Kate Harrison and the paparazzi photos are very funny because they're like in a lot of them they're making direct eye contact with the paparazzi. Um, anyway, so this woman is at first you think, oh, this woman's no one. This woman's just a model. She's done like Playboy. She's done a lot of other things. But then I know. Then you look a little further and her dad is an actor, but like an old TV actor who's like an old eighties hunk. <laughs> yeah. He's like an eighties hunk. He looks like a hunky a hunky doctor from an 80s show because that's what he is. So her name is Kate Harrison. His name is Greg Harrison. Jo- and he Gregory played Harrison, Trapper yeah. John MD on Trapper John MD. No, he played he played Trapper's assistant, Dr. George Alonzo. Oh, I thought he played Trapper John. No, he wasn't Trapper. He played... Did you watch the show? No, it was on in the 80s. No. It was a cult... He, no. he, so he was... Dr. George Alonzo, uh, a.k.a. Gonzo Gates, the young surgeon assistant of Dr. Trapper John McIntyre of the CBS CBS series Trapper John M.D. He's also been in – this is why I really love him. He's been in many Hallmark movies, including Chesapeake Shores, uh, the original movie Cloudy with a Chance of Love, Undercover Bridesmaid, and The Nine Lives of Christmas. Um, And he, I guess – at one point, his love interest on something was Wendy Malick. So they keep reuniting him with poor Wendy Malick. They're always reunited as love interests on, like, various shows. Like, he was on... Poor um, Wendy. 
Poor Wendy Malick. Okay, so there's a really funny Hallmark, speaking of Hallmark movies, but not Christmas movies, he's been in like six of these movies called Sign Seal Delivered, and it's, uh, did you see these? Mm-mm, no. It's a... Are they mysteries? It's a mystery series, yeah. but they're but they're movies, so it's like all these two-hour movies about, hold on to your butts, f- the lives of four postal detectives. Amazing. They transform themselves into a team of detectives who track down intended recipients of undeliverable mail. Their missions take them out of the office and into an unpredictable world where redirected letters and packages can save lives, solve crimes, reunite old loves, and change futures by arriving late but somehow always on time. Have the stakes ever been lower? I <laughs> mail. love. Mail. Mail mysteries. I love that. Um, you either got to have stakes that are really high or stakes that are really low. If you have no stakes, I'm not interested. You either got to have low stakes or high stakes. They didn't get their mail. They didn't get their mail. We're going to track them down and get them their mail. I love a mystery that is slow moving and often incompetent, like my, the mail system. <laughs> <laughs> the ma- here, here are the different ones. Sign sealed delivered. Truth be told. Sign sealed delivered. One in a million. No. Sign sealed delivered. Lost without you. No. Sign sealed delivered. Higher ground. Sign sealed delivered. Home again. Do we know? Sign sealed delivered to the altar. Do we? Do we know if they're like USPS, UPS, FedEx? What's what's the delivery service we're working with here? No, it's USPS. USPS. Got it. Got it. The long-awaited. Here's the here's the description of the 2018 entry, which is sign sealed delivered to the altar. The long-awaited wedding. Long-awaited. The long-awaited wedding of Norman and Rita leads the postal detectives to <laughs> to a letter with clues about a young woman's missing mother. And the every single poster of Side Seal Delivered is like them examining, like squinting at a at letter. A letter. <laughs> Their journey together has led to this life-changing moment. And that makes this the happiest week of my life. The first toast and the rest of our lives. And can a lost letter hold the key? You have it delivered for you. To a mother's disappearance? Maybe she's a soldier. Or a spy. With a special appearance by Carol Burnett. Maybe it's time to come home. Sign seal delivered to the altar on Hallmark Movies and This Mysteries. model that was spotted kissing Gloria Grace Moretz is, that's her father. This, that's her father. Her mother, yes. they met, this is really, she comes from a real showbiz fam, I love this. Uh. They met while competing on a 1979 edition of Battle of the Network Stars because her mother was on chips. So her mother <laughs> and her father were on the, um, she was on the NBC team and he was on the CBS, was the CBS team. team. And then they mm-hmm. met. So she was um, on Chips. I, she played Officer Bonnie Clark from 1972 to 1982. She played a cop. He played a doc. I, Great. Match made in heaven. And Match made in Hollywood. she uh, retired when they had kids. But he still uh-huh. obviously does these uh, iconic Hallmark movies. Her yeah. name is um, Randy. Randy. Yeah. And the, and the woman's name is Kate Harrison. She's like beautiful, whatever. She's a model. She kissed Chloe Grace Moretz. She's been in Playboy. Uh, and I think that's it. Oh, and her sister, their true showbiz family, her sister, her older sister is dating none other than Can't Hardly Wait's Peter Facinelli. <laughs> and the reason we know this is because there are Daily Mail photos of Peter Facinelli locking lips with Lillian Harrison. And once again, she and her sister have this in common. They know exactly when the paparazzi is there. I and they know. mug for the camera. I mean, Both of again, these, showbiz family. Showbiz, these are baby. excellent photos. They're going to be in the newsletter, absolutely. But just like, I mean, the, these photos remind me of showbiz, uh, Kaylee Cuoco. Kaylee Cuoco and Henry Cavill. They're that level of just like. They just love to kiss and look at the camera. 
Kissing while smiling is such a weird look, but it's like... Celebrities do it all the time. I mean, it clearly runs in the family because that's kind of what Chloe was doing with Kate. So This, this copy. I know. We didn't read this copy. <clears throat> Wait, one more second. Okay. Peter donned a short sleeve gray button-up shirt, which was an ideal choice for a day that climbed into the mid-80s. Daily Mail is so fucking rude. Like, looks up the weather while in London. <laughs> Okay, so it climbed into the mid-80s, which makes that shirt a perfect choice. Oh, they called it Keeping a- <laughs> things... They called it... They said it was an ideal choice for a day that climbed into the mid-80s. They saw his shirt and they were like, let's look up the weather and see if that's an ideal choice or not, because we have to make a comment about this. Cle- keeping things on the casual side, the fast lane actor threw on a pair of loose blue jeans as he wrapped his arm around his love. Do you think that the Daily Mail has like a style guide that includes ways to just bullshit words? So they're like, oh, yeah. at a loss for words, look up the weather. <laughs> <laughs> you know like and then it shows you how to go to like weather.com and like look up the weather in a specific place other words for hair <laughs> other words for eyes other words for legs okay anyway very funny like you think chloe grace moretz and the and kissing a woman is the story here like you're no, so wrong sweetie. <laughs> like, no sweetie. good luck sweetie no there's nothing more boring than chloe grace moretz kissing a woman Honey, sorry no you gotta go deeper <laughs> <laughs> Honey, no. Honey, no. Like, you haven't even Honey, begun to read about Signed, no. Sealed, Delivered. You haven't even looked up her father's name on Wikipedia, have you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Lindsay, did your curology come in the mail? Yes. Did you try it? Yes. Did you like it? Yeah, I love it. I love anything that's made, especially for me. <laughs> I love that it has my name on it. <laughs> It's like, this is custom made for Bobby's skin and Bobby's face. And the reason they knew it was custom for my skin and face is because I sent them selfies of my face and my acne. And they were like, we're going to make you a custom skincare routine that'll work for your skin. And we know it's going to work because we are skincare experts. Um, So basically, 62% of women think it's very important to use skincare tailored to their unique tailored to their unique needs. But the problem is, at a drugstore, everything's the same. But Curology gives you personalized acne care, customized to you and your skin's unique needs. And then it comes in, like, cute packaging. You know, we love packaging. All we, we always talk about packaging. I love packaging. It's very good. It's one-step skincare. It's customized to you. You don't have to schedule an appointment. You don't have to pay a copay. You don't have to, like, wait in a dermatologist's office. You just talk to an online dermatology provider who designs a custom prescription acne formula, and it comes to your door. 88% of Curology users see results. So if you want to see results, like me and Lindsay, go to Curology.com who to get your first month free, plus a free gift. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and handling. That's it. Curology.com slash who for your first month free, plus a free gift. Curology.com slash who. Why was Terry Hatcher at George H.W. Bush's funeral? Just wondering. Good form, Bella Thorne. Okay. I ignored this because I was like, I don't care. Like, whatever the answer is, I don't care. But Bobby, like, put on his sign seal delivered cap, like, <laughs> examined the mail. That's what we're calling it now. Okay, and he um, went in. Terry Hatcher and George Bush, George H.W. Bush, the late George H.W. Bush, are old friends. This is they're crazy. They're 40 old, years apart, by the way. 40 they're years. They're old friends. They're 40 years apart. Their friendship was first sort of making headlines about 11 years ago in 2007. So 11 years ago. So he was 83 or something or 82 because mm-hmm, he died at mm-hmm. 94, I think. They were spotted having lunch together a few times in 2007, which was obviously making headlines because he was a former president. And she, and she was, was on Desperate Housewives. star of Desperate Housewives, <laughs> which was in 2007, I guess was sort of waning, but like still a huge show. Still a show. 
Um, if you're on TV, you're on TV. Can't deny that. Uh, and the reason that she made headlines for her lunches with George H.W. Bush, beyond the fact that they got lunch together, <laughs> he grabbed her ass. He patted her on the butt. He patted her on the butt a lot. And so <laughs> a lot. they like there's a lot of padding. There's a lot of padding. But it's really funny because it's like a president has never known privacy because the Secret Service is always there. So it's like there are these videos of George H.W. Bush like patting Terry Hatcher on the ass. But then the Secret Service is just there being like, yep. Anyway, so when this happened, people were obviously losing their minds and they reach out. They reach out to the Secret Service and like George H.W. Bush's people. And they actually wrote back at the time. They gave and they a said, statement. It's so They good. gave a statement. On occasion, he, George H.W. Bush, has patted women's rears in what he intended to be a good-natured manner. Some see, some have seen it as innocent. Others clearly view it as appropriate. Clearly as in, like, you're being shady for calling this inappropriate. How dare you see this this way? They blamed it on his wheelchair. Wait, can you just read it? Bush's rep claimed the iconic politician, God, the <laughs> iconic politician, <laughs> the iconic politician's seemingly inappropriate actions towards women come from his years stuck in a wheelchair. In his statement, the spokesman suggested that the former president places his hands near women's bottoms because it's all he can reach from his chair. Excuse me? Okay, to be to be clear, in the videos where he's grabbing Terry Hatcher's ass, he's standing. So <gasps> um, they're saying... Also, he can walk. Like a, it's a miracle. It's like muscle memory. They're like, it's muscle memory. No. Like he was so used to grabbing I'm butts sorry. when he was in a wheelchair that when he's standing, he still grabs butts. This is also rude to people who are like shorter. So I'm sorry, just because you're clo- you're closer to the ground and the woman is taller doesn't mean because if you op- if you reach out your hands, yeah. her ass is there that you get to touch an ass. Anyway, George H.W. Bush and Terry Hatcher went on like several lunch dates back in like the mid 2000s. Their friendship sort of sustained these headlines. And it's just a funny, a funny, weird 2007, 2011 thing that George H.W. Bush and Terry Hatcher are friends. And I they just, hang out. I hate it. I hate it so much. Well, they're not friends anymore. He's dead. That's why she was at his wedding, because they're old God, friends. Terry Hatcher just shows up in the least expected places. She's in a mm-hmm. van. She's running the marathon. She's getting her ass grabbed by George H.W. Bush. I need a definitive judgment. Janelle Monet, who are them? Does the Grammy nom make her them? Has she graduated? I need you to tell me. Thank you. Bye. Here we go. I got, I know. One, two, three. Who? who. Yeah. Yeah. She's almost there. Um, also, again, a confusing thing about Janelle Monet is that I think the thing that's preventing her from being a them is that she's so, she's good at both of the things that she does. Yeah. And it's confusing to people. Yeah. So it's like, we don't know where to put her. Singer, actor. Um, like, she released one of the best albums of the year, but she's also, like, in Oscar-nominated movies. She's in Welcome so to Marwin. She's in Welcome to Marwin, but she was in, like, Hidden Figures. I know, I know. She was in Moonlight. Like, we don't know where to put her. And she's also kind of always a supporting character. Like, she doesn't, she hasn't quite gotten, like, her big breakout yeah. lead role yet. Yeah. And when she does, I think that'll make it easier for me to f- call her a them. But as of this moment, who? Next up. Hi is um regina hall who are them thanks this i think is harder but let's how am i gonna support my girl by calling her a who one two three who (laughs) see you say them just because she's been in so many things yeah okay i changed my mind i changed my mind i changed my mind she's a them so long she is she is she is she is um and like people know who she is i mean maybe people forget her name um 
But, she is. God, she's been in so many. She's been in so many like really big movies. I okay, I agree. Yeah, them. Um, easy, easy peasy. Next up. Hey, Bobby and Lindsay. Um, a pressing question for both of you: Are uh, weighted blankets who's now? Um, please get back to this as soon as you can. I appreciate it. Uh, long live vamps. One, two, three. Who? Two. Yeah. Did he want us to say they were nothing? <laughs> I guess they're not. They're not them. They're they're who's because everyone's like gotta try a weighted blanket. You're like what? My weighted Who? blanket is so hot. I know you don't oh like your weighted blanket, but a lot God. of people like it. Okay, next one. I like it. Okay, next. You up. kept it. I know I kept it. I got rid of the first one and then I bought it. I mean, one what are you supposed to do? Send it back? It weighs bad. 400 pounds. Yeah, I know. I sent it back and you pay fucking shipping for it. It was a nightmare. But <laughs> but I got another one that's better because it's heavier. Okay. The other one wasn't heavy enough and I was like, this is just weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. Is Jesse McCartney a who or a them? And where is he? One, two, three. Who? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my Come God. Come on. Please. Give me a break. What is your favorite Jesse McCartney song? Um... A beautiful soul. Oh, really? Do you know what my favorite what? is? How do you sleep, featuring Ludacris? Oh, that's a good one. He also wrote "Bleed in Love." Remember? Shout out Kelly Reeves, number one Jesse McCartney fan. Jesse McCartney, iconic songwriter, total who. Next up, total who. Also wanted to act, couldn't do it. Oh, I just watched favorite, and I just want to know: is Nicholas Holt a who or a them? One, two, three. Who? who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, burge, like, Cuspy. like close, like needs Cuspy. needs like a le- leading male role, but like yeah, same it, same thing as Janelle ish. It's tough Not to tra- quite because but it's he's tough only. to translate from child star to adult star, and you need like that one turn. But I think he's coming there, and especially whenever he made his adult turn. I mean, also yes, in a single man, but in 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 a in a superhero franchise as like an ensemble cast mm-hmm. in a superhero franchise as a weird character mm-hmm. like easy to forget who this actually is i feel like um, this is what we were saying about ezra um what's Miller? his face yeah this is kind yeah. of we're in the same place with him and honestly we said ezra miller would be a them soon but he's not so we, no. we eat those words but it's still it could happen it could happen but we're bo- they're both in the same spot hi um was diego luna a them one two Three. Them. Who? Oh, fuck. You're probably he's right. He's like the... He's a them. You're right. He's a right. He's always kind of one of the top build people in whatever he does. And he was in Star Wars. He was in the Star he's Wars. A them. Which Star Wars was he in? Um, The newer ones. <laughs> one of the newer yeah. ones. Oh, God. I actually recently rewatched Itumama Tambien. So um, It's so good. good. He's just uh, really good in... Ev- he really is good in everything he does. Yeah, like he's great. Havana Nights, Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, Dirty Dancing 2 Havana Nights. You don't have to, please don't talk about Dirty Dancing I can talk Havana about Nights Dirty Dancing 2 Havana Nights all night long. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who or them? One, two, three, them. Who? Fuck oh, you. Oh, I think she's a them. Come on. She's everywhere now, are you kidding? Everywhere. She's like them. Everywhere like in. Them of, them of the midterms, baby. I support like, her, but on. like. She's like she... doing Instagrams cooking. Oh my God, she's such a them. Okay, but no, come on. Do people actually know who she is outside of. Literally yeah. Brooklyn, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. She's all over the news. I love her as much as, as the her. next liberal, but come on. I s I'm I'm not I'm not backing down. She's a them. She's everywhere. I'd like for you to travel on our travels when we are in Texas. I mean, would you call would you call Beto? Would you call Beto a who are them? I would call him 
a them. I, then I think I we Alexandria's a them too. No, She's on the same level, sexist. sort of. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. Um, this is let's move on. Um, total them. Okay, fine. This is not a politics podcast. This is not Pod Save America. Thank the Lord mm-hmm. in heaven. Hey, can you settle something for me? Is Patrick Wilson a who or a them? One, two, three, who? Them. What? Haven't I called him a who Patrick before? Wilson? I've called him a who before. He's a who. He's a who. Do you think because he melts in with the rest of them? He never, it never really happened for him as like a leading man. But he's great. He's a character. Like, he's one of those. He's He finally figured out, Hollywood figured out that he's never going to make it as a leading man. So he leaned into character acting. And he's that's good as he an is. evil guy. Yes. Remember, but he's also yeah. good. He's good as a not evil guy. Yeah, he's good. Okay, whatever. You know what I love? You're you right. know, Patrick Wilson, my favorite Patrick Wilson movie? What is it? Little Children. Ooh, God. Have you seen Little Children? No. Ugh, what is that children. movie? Whose movie is that? It's based on the, 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 the Tom Parada novel. It's the guy who made... um. Oh my God! You think I could let him get away with everything in the bedroom? The one where the mur- with the murder. You know what uh, Patrick Wilson role I love? In the bedroom. That episode what? of Girls, <laughs> I really love it. Remember it? Oh yeah, because he's the rich guy. Yeah, and the bottle episode where she goes to his house and it's like it's all yeah, like yeah, in yeah. one day. It, that's really good. That was but now really he's good. got like now he's got like Bloomhouse Blumhouse money. Right, he's got yeah. his like Conjuring he's, and Insidious. He's in every franchise. Conjuring, every oh Insidious. Yeah. He's he's like horror horror daddy. He's so oh good he's at being a horror daddy. daddy. Oh, he's, he's so one good. Of my, he's my favorite horror daddy. But he's still who? Um, yeah, he's a definite who. Okay. Oh fine. my God, absolutely. Okay, fine. And I think with that, we're done. Thank you so much for listening to another fabulous, if I do say so myself, episode of Who's There. Um, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Buy tickets to our live show on whoweekly.us. Oh my God, support our Patreon on patreon.com slash whoweekly for a weekly newsletter, bi-weekly special episodes. Just talk to other Patreons about whether or not the special episodes are worth it. I'm going to go ahead and say they are, oh, but so don't take my word for worth it. it. Are don't you take my word kidding? for it. Half of this episode is going to go in there. It's going to be so exclusive. And again, not to not to tell you to unsubscribe, but like if you don't like it, just stop it. You can unsubscribe. You can just There's try no it. commitment. Just try it. Try it. See it. if you don't like it, unsubscribe. We won't, Who cares? We won't notice. Don't worry. We'll Who notice. Who cares? Um, and also, uh, I think that's it. That's right. That's it. You got it all. Getting good at these. We got it all. That's pretty good. Getting good at these promo runs. Um, And as always, listen through the credits for the Caller Amazing. Caller, you're doing amazing, sweetie, because this one is good. Goodbye. Good form. Good form. Bella Thorne. Bye. You will drain it. Yeah. Yeah. They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. How would you be saying it? Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. First time, medium time. I was calling because my friends and I are debating if Jackson Maine is on cameo in the A Star is Born universe pre-death. Um, spoiler alert. But if you don't know this by that, like now, I don't know what you're doing. I think that, yes, he is because he's seen a strap for cash, evidenced by him performing at the pharmaceutical company conference in Memphis, which he described as soul-crushing work. But he also seems to be selling out concerts, so it's possible that he's not on Cameo. But I was just wondering what you, wondering what you guys think. Um, okay, good for him, Bella Thorne. Bye. And I'm so lucky to be with you, keeping me from my